Hello my friends and welcome to episode 29 of the Comedian's Tea Party. In this episode I have got the wonderful Josh James. Now first and foremost, apologies to Josh because he is the, the first of all my guests that have, have really chased me up on where this podcast has been and apologies, I, I've, I've been snowed under. It's, you know, hey, personal stuff rocks up, doesn't it? It happens. It gets snowed under. I've been very busy, oddly very busy doing very little, but there's, there's been a lot going on. So yeah, here we are. It's cool. I'm back. So thanks. Thanks for tuning back in, guys. I really appreciate all of your listens. This is a really lovely conversation. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Some really sort of touching moments. We talk about our family a bit later on and Josh gets a bit emotional. At one point, I should point out, it, it sounds like I'm laughing at the sad news that he gave me. I'm not. I was, I was laughing at the the fact that for a moment I thought he was getting emotional over biscuits. Well, technically he was, but it led on to something else. I continued to laugh because of the awkward nature of it. <laughs> I, I, I was I wasn't laughing at the news that he gave me. Very sad to hear that. I played a similar game in this as I did to Russ McGrain's episode in that Josh swore a lot now uh, yeah swearing on this podcast absolutely fine it happens a lot i'm talking to adults i'm an adult generally adults listening so you know swearing happens it's fine nobody really cares too much but josh did sort of warn me early on that he was gonna swear a lot and i thought immediately all right i'll do i'll do what i did with russ mcgrain and see if i could go out of my way to bleep out all of josh's swear words which i th- yeah i think i managed most of them i've let some slip through the net and uh, I just missed some because I'm I'm only human. But nevertheless, just in case you're offended, there's some language. We talk about how, because we're both from Essex and uh, we're, we're both sort of, I don't, I don't know if it's the right way to say it. Josh is more from Essex than I am. We're both from Essex. We're both very from Essex, but Josh is like really from Essex. Plays up to the sort of the Towie type thing and he loves it, which is fair enough. It works for him. It works well. He's a uh, very funny guy with it, so it's cool. I, I don't dislike it, it's just not for me. Which leads on to a bit of a conversation about Essex accents, and uh, Josh has done some research into accents, which is interesting, which also sort of leads on to a conversation about his uh, new podcast with his model friend. Again, a, an interesting conversation. I'm looking forward to hearing that podcast with his friend when that comes out. It's called Get On This, so when that comes out have a look for that i should think that'll be very interesting indeed and also look up his mate because my what a handsome guy i should point out that at one point i stated some facts about uh, about uh, political things which i don't know for certain that they're true i just sort of read them on the internet in passing and passed them off as facts but they may not be we'll see but for now it's a really lovely episode i hope you enjoy it i really enjoyed listening back to it I'll see you on the other side with some links and some other things and and uh, whatever stuff I mentioned. Oh, I should point out. Right, I'll I'll, I'll tell you what. I've got I've got some exciting stuff to mention. I'll I'll mention it in the outro. So keep listening, and you'll hear that. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Good, isn't it? Lovely, love the mugs. That is, uh, yeah, my fiance got me those. 
Yeah, really cool. Uh, right, yeah, we've started, by the way. Oh, have we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> I, I was like a, a casual start. So I've, I've just realised that my glasses, I can't really see it on my left eye. Uh, Can you not? No. You look, you look like you've got, you look a bit bloodshot. Yeah, well, uh, I've got a cataract. So, oh, blimey. Uh, I put about 100 eye drops in a day. That's better. This corner of the glasses was... You've got no <laughs> glasses. I didn't used to have glasses. Did you not? No. So oh, that's, okay, that's, that's what, what you're that's thinking of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the funny thing, is people don't realise that I got glasses because, as Bobby Mayer said, they suit your face. Oh, they friend. do. Yeah, yeah you're used to look, they seem like a glasses guy. Yeah. That like, I wear glasses, but people always think that I'm like wearing them as a fashion statement. So yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I try not to wear them as much because. Wear them ironically. Yeah, people just. And I, my ones are like the big, I've got big like Ray Bans ones, almost like the quiet Wayfarer, like 60s ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they look like the sort of type that you get in Top Man of that. Yeah, plastic lenses. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm yeah. not like that. But thanks for having me, mate. Yeah, no this worries. Thanks for coming on. Lovely cup thanks of tea. For, I was going to, uh, shall we? Yeah, let's have a little cheers. There we go. Yeah. That is, I've got uh, a tea that many of my guests have had in the past, including myself. I have had it, um, which is the uh, it's the Twining Super Blends Turmeric Tea, which, as described by many people, tastes like Christmas ramen. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm not... I, do you know what I don't f*** about with other... Can I swear in the podcast? Oh, yeah, you can say what you... Oh, cool. if, if it feels a bit excessive, then I'll just bleep it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Say, I know some people get funny about that. Like. And I, but I swear a lot as like part of my... And I don't realise. I've got a little nephew and like my, my sister's like, you got, do you realise how much you swear? And like I use them as, you know... Punctuation. Yeah, <laughs> punctuation. <laughs> That's so... Yeah, I use... Like if I can't think of a word, I go... You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not good, but whatever. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, people don't like. Swearing. I don't know. I don't get people that don't like swearing because it's doesn't. Aff- I suppose it depends what sort of world you're from, really. But it doesn't really offend me. I'm trying to think, you you weren't at that gig. There was a gig, obviously. You know, Russ McGrain loves loves a good swear. Yeah, and I think he talked about it on his episode of the podcast. But <laughs> there was a, a gig in Lee. That, did you ever do Peggy Sue's when he's doing gigs? Yeah. There? Um, that was quite cool. Yeah, yeah. It was lovely, lovely gig. But there was, uh, I think it was the first one, and there was like this Christian couple in there, and uh, oh, I remember, and it, they kicked off about him swearing. Yeah, they properly yeah. kicked off. Like the girl threw a glass at him. The geezer threatened, and they were Christian. Ross. Yeah, it's like oh, just forgive me. Like what? You? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Co- yeah, it's such arseholes. It's so funny. Well, I mean, it was intense at the time. But like some of the, all the geezers that sort of drinking there regularly anyway, they're all like just. Proper geezers. Yeah, yeah, they swear <laughs> like all the time. Ready to sort of, yeah, don't get that. Apart. I mean, if you're going to a comedy night, come on. Yeah. Come on, you can't. I mean, I get people mind. get triggered by jokes and whatever, which is a load of bollocks anyway. But you know, if you're a very, if you're getting offended by swearing, then you just need to f- grow up, really, don't you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some people li- must live such sheltered lives that they don't, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mad. But anyway. Yeah, but this is a nice cup of tea. Just standard English tea. Yeah, well, that, uh, yeah. So, like a lot of uh, a lot of people go with the theme. Obviously, this is uh, we like. I like to have a tea on this. That's generally what it's yeah, all it's about. Yeah, it's good to have a theme because you know it starts a conversation, doesn't it? I'm sure we won't talk the whole whole time about tea, but oh no, absolutely not. No. Yeah. But yeah, the, most people will be like, oh, so what tea have you got? And I'll offer. I'll offer, and I did. I offered you some uh, some interesting teas. Yeah, I had no. F- interested but, uh, <laughs> you, you were like no no which one's most like fucking pg <laughs> yeah yeah i mate. when when it comes to anything i mean I, when it comes to tea 
I'm a bit of a tea monster. I'll have about five or six glasses of tea a day. Glasses? Mrs. Yeah. Like pint glasses? No, like, well, of this. <laughs> cups, yeah. Yeah, cups. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? Glasses. You said glasses. Cups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I don't have any glass. But yeah, I, I love tea. I, I, I should drink more water, but. Yeah. Yeah, but I just love tea. But yeah, I don't really about with any like the green tea or anything like that really yeah well that's why i started this anyway because i like i didn't but i i liked the look of it people, yeah people, i mean people look cultured and i realized now that they were just poncy gits oh, well, you trying know to... you know me mate yeah you know me. Like, I, <laughs> with anything i'm just not very adventurous like when tea i mean even with eating i don't eat any salad i eat very little fruit I mean, it's all going to come back to bite me in the ass later yeah, on in life, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. But I'm very plain eater. Now, I'll when you say very little fruit, do you mean not much of it, or like? I, I'll have a banana. And I'll have a. I'll have an apple from really pushing myself. And then, like in terms of salad, I mean, if you count green peas as a salad, that's all I yeah. really eat, or sort of sweet corn. But anything I don't else? Like sweet corn. Nah. Um, I mean, I've got I, a lot into other vegetables though. Like, I've, uh, well, I've always liked carrots, but like, I've got really into. Yeah, uh, see, that's not. That's got really not into broccoli and cauliflower. If I go to like McDonald's, I'll have a chips, and then uh, for a burger, I'll be like, you got to take everything out. I'll just have the burger and the bun. Like we were, I went and had McDonald's recently, and the the girl, like the young girl serving, was quite. Uh, she's quite young, bless her. And I was like, oh, so basically, what I want is I want a burger. I want the cheese. And just the bun. It's just like, you know, and then like, no, I was like, a bit of bacon. I was like, no mayo, no lettuce, blah, blah, blah. And I was saying all these things. She was like, okay, so just, so just the bun and the cheese. She was like, um, do you want the meat? <laughs> so yeah, I want the meat because otherwise it would be a cheese sandwich. So, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. very well, plain eater. So. Know, I, I used to work at McDonald's and. Uh, Did you? Yeah. Like, what was that like? Uh, I was all right, actually. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, a lot of people give out about it, but it's uh, it's all right. I've never, I just some of the worst sort of people I see. I see at McDonald's, so I can imagine yeah. they get shitty with you. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was a little bit, but like, yeah. I what mean, McDonald's I, in South End at the airport? Yeah, at the airport. Yeah. Oh really? But that was like Hold eighteen on. years ago. There was a McDonald's at the airport. There still is. Yeah, there still is. Yeah, it's a drive-through. Oh, okay. It's not actually in the airport. No, South not in airport. the. Not in the. I was gonna say no in the retail park. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. there. Yeah. All oh, right. But obviously, you never venture further than Mate, South I was End, just about so. to say. Obviously, what we in Shoebury Ness now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, South End was always a mission for me. And when I was younger, growing up, I was thinking this on the drive down here. Like when I was about thirteen, fourteen, if we had a big day out, we jumped on the train to South End, and it was great because, like, as a teenager, South End's great. You got the amusement, you got the party, you got yeah, the beach. Yeah. I mean, even some, a lot of my mates were from sort of Hornchurch, Romford way, so it was even further for them. And I'm obviously from Brentwood, so. But even it was far then. But I was thinking, oh, there's nothing, in my mind, I think there's nothing further than South End. You know, like, I didn't <laughs> think there's anything further than, you know, South End's a real big day out for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, South End, South End was the end of my universe, basically. Yeah. So to then come over, you know, South End and come to Troop Ness. Cross the borders. I've actually, I mean, obviously, you know, pride myself on being from Essex yeah and that's a big part of my act I'm thinking this part of Essex I've never been in my life and it was really interesting driving down there and I'm looking at this looking at the sat nav thinking cool like there's all sea around there and it's quite it's quite nice that you're sort of you feel like you're right at the end of it do you know what I mean yeah do you yeah, find yeah. it's quite peaceful around here it's all right yeah it's not bad you know it's, it's like away from the madness of South End sort of yeah but there's something about being near the sea as well I think is quite Quite good for the soul, you Absolutely, know? Absolutely, yeah. You know, just like being near something that's like, 
There's nothing else that, you know. I mean, just... a 20, 20 minute walk that way and I'm on the beach. Yeah. So What about here, though? Is this cliffs to that way? No, that's, uh, f- that's fields. Oh, it's fields. Yeah, yeah. That, but the so, sea is there, right, though. Where are we? Yeah, there's like, that way, that way's... It's not great for land. a podcast, is it? No. I was pointing. <laughs> no, no, no. For the, for the listeners, we've just pointed in all sorts yeah, of directions. Yeah, yeah, just pointed at your stairs. Yeah. So, yeah, the sea's like, the sea's over there. Yeah. So, yeah, that way is just inland. And then you're over there. Brentwood. Yeah. Got done many points there, so if... Mm. if yeah, if you couldn't if you couldn't see into the podcast, then you've you've just missed out yeah. there. But I spend a lot of my time in Southend through the gigging. You know, there's a lot of good gigs around here. Yeah, and Southend. I was saying to you before we started this. You know, like during lockdown, like within, I would say there's a bit of a bunch of people, stand up comedians that are sort of based in Essex. A lot of them are based in Southend. Yeah. So there's obviously a lot of gigs this way, and you know the likes of you, Ross McCrane. I say, like, you know, miss that. That sort of comedy community that I'd see you every few weeks and say, you know, how's it going? You What's the new jokes like this and that? And I sort of miss that sort of sense of camaraderie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and Southend, yeah, Southend's a big part of where I've done a lot of my, you know... Development. Development in stand-up in terms of, you know, a lot of gigs. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, you know, a lot of new material here and the sort of bigger gigs as well. And yeah, without Southend, mate, I've done, you know, certainly wouldn't be... Probably as sort of half decent as I am at stand up now. Yeah. It's been such so you know, I mean it's, it takes half an hour from Brentwood, but that's that's relatively short amount of time. Absolutely, in yeah. In terms of gigging, you know, you think God, if we go to Manchester, Liverpool, oh yeah, gig, which is, I've drive to, I drive to Manchester. You know, last few times I've done Manchester, like Comedy Store or whatever. I drive there and I drive back. Oh yeah, I've that's done like that. Four hour, that's eight hour round trip. I did. I uh, went it's to mad. went to Newcastle. Oh mate, I could do that back far. in the day. Uh, and I once uh, I had a, a double preview with Bobby Mayer in right. uh, in Falmouth, which is like uh, so South. that's down in Cornwall, yeah. Oh, but that is it's Did not. Did you drive him? Yeah, yeah, I drove us both. Yeah, obviously drove us both. I didn't just drive mm. him and not myself. Yeah. But Falmouth is you get down to Cornwall and then you have to go back around on yourself and really? sort of further in yeah because it's like wow. it's real. Uh, so yeah, oh, mate, they're like their own country the down there, aren't they, Cornwall? Well, they yeah. sort of want to be, don't they? I yeah, think. when yeah, I've been down Cornwall before, it's like all these flags, and they're like, "Yeah, you do know Cornish people don't like English people." I'm like, "Well, they are English," and they're like, "No, they're not. They don't really like you." <laughs> That's so you not don't. strictly true. No, is it not? Okay. No, no, no. no they're, <laughs> they're very friendly. Oh, are they? Yeah. I thought, well, that's just me, just always thinking about the worst. <laughs> no, I just told you that. Well, quite a few people, people actually that weren't from Cornwall, so they don't know what they're talking about. But yeah. whenever I go somewhere, I think, I think, oh, they're not going to like me here. When I've done the stand in Newcastle, oh, what a club that was. And I'm thinking, I've never done Newcastle before. I'm thinking, and they was like, I mean, not that I'm a Cockney, I'm from Essex, but they're like, yeah, and Geordies don't like Cockneys. And obviously when people hear me on stage or hear me talking, obviously a, uh, a common misconception can be, they think obviously, you know, that I am a Cockney. You know, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm, an, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm an Essex person. You know, Essex boy. But um, obviously, that's how. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh Christ! Are they gonna fucking just hate me as soon as I start opening my mouth? But when I've done that run of gigs up there, yeah. Um, so obviously the stand you do, you do Newcastle, Edinburgh, and Glasgow. Yeah. I mean, Newcastle was the last night, and it was just oh, brilliant. Like absolutely yeah, great. It's like, they were just club. so up for it. So lovely, great club. I mean, it was all it was all such a pleasure up there, really. But there's a there's a kindred spirit with uh, with Newcastle because there's obviously Geordie Shaw and yeah, the they've Essex, g- yeah, they've got fucking shit reality TV shows <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. 
So but, twinned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got yeah, they've got those sort of there's pockets of people like that in the country, aren't they? Where yeah, they're just yeah. sort of like that. <laughs> As to put it, but that is sort of like that, you know, that tra- you know. Oh, I don't want to say trashy, but Go those on, sort say of, it. Yeah, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Sort of like where younger people just don't really give a fuck and they're very obsessed with their appearance and stuff like that. I suppose one's a Newcastle, you got Essex, you got Liverpool. Yeah. They haven't got one of their own shows anymore, but uh but yeah, there's pockets of them around the, you know. Did Liverpool have a show? They had a show called Desperate Scouse Wives <laughs> that was on for about two series. I don't know what show, I think it might have been on Channel 4. I mean, with a name like that, I'm amazed they did two series, yeah. to be honest. I mean, Scouse is a funny. Yeah, they're yeah, funny yeah. and they're character. Oh, real characters. I mean, uh, you know, everyone always gives, gives stick to them programmes, but yeah. a lot of people like them programmes. Oh, yeah. And what I also quite, you know, I almost feel like the only way is Essex in a way... Sort of people like knock it and stuff, but in a in a strange sort of way, people from Essex sort of half half proud that they've got that show <laughs> because what's that, whether it's good or bad, they've sort of got an identity, and it's been good. I mean, it's done my sort of like you know doing a stand up and stuff. Like I'm a very easy recognizable character. Like I've got a very easy recognize. You know, I, I've yeah, got yeah, my yeah. persona. You know, I've got my character and my persona on stage, and it's like. Like, without shows, like, the only way is Essex, I suppose. Like, I wouldn't have... I've got a very much... I feel like that sets me apart a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it doesn't just make me sort of any old Tom, Dick and Harry. I've very much... Oh, you can tell what sort of world I'm from. Yeah. And shows like Towie have given... Help to create that identity that I've now got on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If so that you've, makes sense. you've got, like, an easily recognisable... Um, Stereotype. Yeah, 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 sort of. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a particular word that I'm looking for, and I can't think of what it is. But it gives you that sort of relatability before think, you yeah, start, because I think, like, kind of when when I go out, like, obviously I'm from Essex, and I always have been, but I, I don't think my accent was suggested. Mm. Well, for instance, when I um, when I did Newcastle for the first time mm. at the stand, I got heckled, and the guy asked, uh, <laughs> he just put his he put his hand up, so it was very yeah. polite. And he said, are you posh or Australian? Oh, really? And I was like, no, neither no, of those. No. Yeah, you see, I wouldn't say you've got a posh accent. <laughs> no, but... But, to, but of, then I, to I reasonably well. do. Yeah, that's it. But I, I speak reasonably well and sort of uh, enunciate sort of as well as I yeah. can. I would say your accent's quite um, sort of... Uh, sort of like a standard English, but then you've you've yeah. got characteristics in the way that you speak yeah. that I can pick up on anyway that are that are estuary English. Well, that's you know. yeah, absolutely. Cause when I was in, I was do, well, it's when I was doing Edinburgh stand for the first time. Do you know of Amy Matthews? Name rings a bell, but um, I can't say that. she did my she did podcast a little while ago. Right. She's great, but she's from Lee, from Lee on Sea, right. And like we'd never we'd never met before, but she right. moved up there and it ended up staying there and sort of got into comedy. But like I was talking to someone else, and then she just interrupted and she went, "I recognise that accent." Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she yeah. said, "You you sound like you're from exactly where I'm from." And I was yeah. like, "Where are you from?" And she's like, oh, "I'm from Lee." I was like, "Oh bloody hell, yeah, yeah. I'm from Rochford." Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. I suppose with me, it's just all like it's, uh, like all that sort of stuff is it's been good because I sort of play on that on stage. Obviously, that I'm sort of like the Essex boy, but. I like to feel like my jokes and a lot of stuff. You know, like one person described me as like, I tell deceptively clever laddish jokes, which is sort of like what I suppose what I'm going yeah, for. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've got, I feel like I've got That's a bit accurate. more substance other than, you know, oh, you know, 
I don't know. Yeah. Making jokes about cocks and yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. tits, you know. My missus. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's sort of been good because you can also play on the stereotype and then like go again, you know, tell a joke that go against that. You yeah. Know, stuff like that. But yeah, I suppose it's just, you know, I suppose I've got the accent and stuff which is just a bit more recognisable that it's from, yeah, it's yeah, from yeah. Essex really, you know. Yeah, that's it. Like I've got, uh, well, my fiance, she's from Colchester, and she's convinced that I've got like the most Essex accent. Colchester don't really have an accent, though, do they? I no, mean, she, she they don't actually. I think, yeah, the only people with Colchester with, I think, strong sort of accents are often people that have moved from more, es- uh, more from a part of Essex, which has been closer to London. Yeah, you know, Colchester, you don't necessarily. They they've almost got a sort of. Like a Suffolk, Norfolk sort of accent. Yeah, well, before I've done, I mean, I've done a lot of research into it because I was writing that show about my nan and right, uh, yeah. which obviously didn't happen because with the Edinburgh Fringe got cancelled. But yeah. a lot of big part of the show was was about was a, quite a bit about migration because like my sort of family history is I'm Catholic, family were uh, were from Ireland, moved to basically moved to the East End. And then, like, my, you know, grandparents moved from the East End out to Essex. So, there's a lot big about uh, sort of migration yeah, yeah. in that. And, yeah, I can't remember what my f***ing point was now. <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, you uh, accents. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, f***ing... Oh, You're mate. doing research. I was doing research. Do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll oh, but sorry. This was my point. Sorry, yeah. mate. But, anyway, through the research, the Essex accent used to be... A lot more of like a accent, like more of like a Suffolk accent. It was Absolutely, a bit more of a country yeah. accent, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really people from from London moving out that sort of polluted it, yeah. And now I suppose the Essex accent, the way I speak, is not is not really like how they used to speak in the old East End, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the sort of Essex accent now. If you look at it, if you watch programs like Towie, it's a lot more of a lazier way of speaking. Yeah, you know, like if you listen, if you've seen the videos of my nan, for example, she's really common. Yeah, but is very strangely articulate in a way. You understand every word. Yeah, you can understand exactly what they're saying. I, I feel like with a lot of Essex accents now, you don't really get that. It's a bit of a drooly way of speaking. Yeah, and yeah can yeah, be yeah. quite lazy, and you know, dr- drop a lot of words, and they punctuate a lot of words, and you know, it's quite interesting if you look into it. You know, yeah. if, you, if you go from the surface scratch the surface and you look into sort of different ways of speaking there how people spoke you know back back there i mean like this is why i used to love talking to my nan so much because the way that she used to speak like people don't speak like that anymore yeah it's a real it's just such an interesting way of speaking you know the pronunciation on certain words and stuff like that but uh, but yeah the essex accent used to be more of like a countrified yeah of yeah. course it would be yeah, you absolutely. Know. Yeah, of course it would be because yeah, because yeah. Essex is is an old county. Yeah, yeah, it used to be really rural. Yeah, um, so I'm guessing early 1900s. You know, it was a lot more like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, I mean, especially like if you consider the Colchester accent is slightly more like the sort of Suffolk, Norfolk sort of accent. It's also the like is it the oldest city in the country? Colchester might be. You know. Yeah, I think it I think be. it's the first city or first but town. Colchester, or something like you're that. closer to Suffolk. Yeah, you're absolutely. probably about oh, what ten. Fifteen minutes from Suffolk. Um, yeah, depends. But yeah. like, I know 20, 30 minutes, something like that. I don't know. But like, yeah. when I was travelling up there all the time to see my now fiance, like we'd uh, pop over to Suffolk, and yeah, it'd be like 30, 40 minutes, and we'd be sort of in, like in, in. Yeah. So yeah, 
Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty close. It's on the border, pretty much, isn't it? So no, but it was. Um, yeah, I mean, what what baffles me is when I go to gig in Ipswich. Sometimes I've done a few times, and there's a couple of boys there that I know really well who who, who really booked me for quite a few things. Glass Eye Comedy. And they're, yeah, they're top guys. Really nice, nice guys. They're from Ipswich. And Ipswich is about 20 minutes from Colchester, and that amazes me how much different that accent is from, yeah. you know, people living in Colchester. And I just find, I find accents and the way people speak so interesting, especially if you go, we were just talking about Manchester and Liverpool. If you go up there, it baffles me that you've got Liverpool, you've got that real Scouse accent, you only drive half hour to Manchester, the Manc accent is yeah, completely, yeah, completely different. Yeah. And I'm thinking, that is only half an hour apart but what then i then i start thinking what's interesting about that is is that that means people don't really mix yeah they live half an hour apart but they very much live in their community they yeah, live in their yeah, community yeah. you know the, oh, the scousers live in their community max live in their community and i'm sure there's a bit of transition you know in between yeah but i just find that fascinating you know? yeah That's oh it really so is so interesting I, it always blows my mind when i get in my car Sort of, you know, if I, if I've got sort of good energy about me, and I'll I'll drive for like three four hours before I stop for a wee, and then get out of the car and go, oh, <laughs> I'm in a different place. Yeah. Because like you don't yeah. really notice, do you? Because you're sort of s- sat in that w- one little box for ages, and then you get out, and all of a sudden everyone's accents changed. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I find it fascinating. Really yeah. interesting. But hey, I could talk about accents all day. Yeah. Just realised that. We are 25 minutes in. Oh, and wow. I, I've, I've not done the intro yet. Uh, so okay. we've, we'll lose all of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it all stays in. I mean, there's not, really, there's not really any point in doing it now, but I will for the sake of uh, prosperity. Yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 29 <laughs> of the Comedian's Tea Party. We are half an hour in. Uh, I've got Josh James. I, I've not said that earlier. So, uh, I mean, I'll say it in the intro. I'll record in the intro as well. Yeah. So it's fine. People will know. So I'm, a right ch- I'm a chatterbox. When you yeah, get me going, no, it's fine. It's all Sorry. right. It's all good. Uh, I should have expected that. Right, I put on Facebook one of those like question things. I wanted to get some questions, and I've I've only had one so far. Mm. Uh, but to be fair, I didn't do it that long before we started. I should have done it. Should have done it much sooner. From my fiance, and she said, "Has side done the washing up yet, Josh?" <laughs> Uh, have you have, uh, it yeah. looks pretty clean in here mate yeah yeah, yeah i went ran around with a hoover <laughs> uh yeah so that's that question that is uh i did another story telling people what the question was and that they should listen in to find out what happened so big reveal i did the washing up yeah <laughs> yeah very exciting what's your go-to tea go-to tea i like a, a yorkshire tea yeah or pg tips just english tea and uh yeah i can have like no no that no no sugar i was just saying to you i prefer to sometimes prefer it without sugar because i like to taste the tea and then sometimes yeah. I have the sugar if i just want to perk myself up a little bit depends yeah. yeah that's it if i'm having one of those which you're having which so i talk about this all the time because they completely ignored me and never sent me any free stuff but i, I love their tea so i bought it anyway talk about it all the time it's smuggler's brew from the cornish tea company uh is what yeah. you're having there send which, slice of fucking tea you tight yeah, ass yeah come on you bastard <laughs> now what i find is that's not dissimilar from yorkshire tea but it's just got like a slight mate, an english tea's an english tea for me oh, can you not yeah. you not discern no i'm uh, mate i'm i'm uh, i can't really change i'll tell you what one tea english tea that i can tell the difference between but obviously it's really expensive Fortnum and mason oh okay and i got i had a tin of that i got a tin for christmas and i was like whoa this is gorgeous. Is it really? And a, yeah, really it. nice. I mean, it, it costs costs a lot, 
But and I was like, oh, I'm always gonna have Fulton Mason tea now, and I looked at the price. <laughs> I was like, well, actually, the amount I drink tea is just like, yeah, know, yeah, no, yeah. I, I shouldn't be doing that. It's an occasional treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas time one. I yeah. love a tea, Si. I love a tea. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get some of these mugs made. Yeah. Something. What, my, the yeah. Minnie's Tea Party ones? Yeah, these are Connie. Get some merch. I, so uh, what, what, what would I put on the What would I put on the mug? Just your face, I think. My face? Yeah. Oh, I've not really got any catchphrases. <laughs> so, I don't know. I can't Hello, I'm Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put that on. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't actually merch as such. That's uh, my fiance got those made for me. I am currently looking into getting some merch made. Get some merch. I yeah. need to get some merch. I mean, uh, you know, should the time come I start a podcast, which fingers crossed I will, then I'll be knocking out a bit of merch. Oh sure. yeah. What's the podcast gonna be? So just me and a mate of mine called James Turner, who's a model. Is that the guy that you posted a photo with? Yeah, mate. he doesn't look real. He is handsome. He's handsome. Right, I never realised that <laughs> I had that level of appreciation for people's yeah. chins until I saw his. And then yeah. I watched a film yesterday with uh, Henry Cavill in it, and I was like, "Oh, he has yeah, got an incredible like he, his chin is a wall." Yeah, he look. Yeah, he looks like a movie star. Yeah, um, he looks like a movie star. But if you and and from his pictures, you'd think, "Cool, this guy, he must be like Sean Connery or something." As soon as he opens up his mouth, he sounds like a bin man. <laughs> so <laughs> so when I got talking to him on Instagram and I was, he's sending me voice notes. Like, oh, I like your stuff and that. And when this guy's sending me voice notes, I'm thinking, no, this, this picture of this guy <laughs> and this guy's voice does not match up. I thought he's taking the piss out of the way I spoke. Oh, okay. But he don't. He's a really interesting character and he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a model. Models for all different sort of people. But yeah, he's, he's from, a handsome guy. Yeah, and he's really handsome. And it's not great getting a photo next to him because... <laughs> He's very good. He's model looking, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like he just doesn't look, you know, doesn't look real. But um, but yeah, he's a real funny character, such a character. And hopefully, we're going to start doing a podcast together where we just sort of talk about news and talk about life and that. And you know, he's uh, we bounce off each other really well. And and yeah, I think we'll do something. I mean, with with me and him, like the way that that we the reason we get along, and I think is because you know we talk. Like I suppose on the outset you would you would class us as like geezers, you know. Yeah. Um, but we've got a lot more about us about us, you know. Yeah, we yeah, talk yeah. and we talk about things that I, I suppose you know, like average blokes we don't really talk about. Uh, you know, like he's a big fan of the Beatles. We talk age about music, you know, not just bloody old, you know, what house tunes you like. Yeah. So yeah. we talk, you know, I love Motown. I love Frank Sinatra. Yeah. yeah I love all. All you know, really for me. I don't really like much modern music, you know, yeah. the only modern music I, I suppose I'm really into is people like Adele, maybe John Legend, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we talk, we talk really in depth about, about things. We have a laugh. Have first you heard and Gregory foremost. Porter? Gregory Porter. I love Gregory yeah, Porter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's latest album. I was just listening to that on the way here actually. Oh, it was great. Um, really, really good. Um, but yeah, we, we just, we talk a lot about, I don't know. I just feel like the podcast would be, you know, something you wouldn't expect. And I think that would, would, would make a good podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, on the outset, you might think we're one way, but actually, if you scratch the surface, we've got a lot more about us. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll be funny, I think, as well, because we have a laugh together. Yeah, nice, man. Oh, it sounds good. But yeah. Have you got probably, a name for it? Give it a plug. Yeah, he. I mean, because he's sort of like in the fashion world, I've said like you sort of at all the styling stuff. So it's going to be called Get On This. Okay. Um, that's the name that he come up with. I think it's good though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're sorting out all the 
feels like quite an Essex sort of. Yeah, he's quite. A, yeah, he Get was. On just, this. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it basically that's a, you know because it's sort of colloquialism that we would use. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's in charge of all that side of things. The way it looks, the name of it. That's all his domain. I'm just pretty much sort of sorting out, you know, just trying to sort of direct it a bit more. Yeah. But he's, you know, the he knows how things should look, and I trust him. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's I cool, wear, man. I wear tracksuits all the time. <laughs> he, he knows stylistically what looks cool, and I suppose it will get people's attention. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. This gets some attention. It's, it's it's not as much as it should. I'll get him on. He'll, he'll Mate, I love yeah. the branding though. It's cool. I just think it's cool. I I like you know. I've listened to quite a few of your podcasts, and I think you've got a nice way of getting stuff out of people. Yeah. You know, you're not too overbearing, and uh, and I like tea as well, which yeah. is always. I'm thinking, oh, I'd, I'd like to have a nice tea with Sai. Yeah. So I'm glad we're doing this. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're having my favourite tea. Yeah. Yeah. Smuggler's tea. Yeah, I'll probably be, that'll it's be a bit of me from now on. Yeah, well, yeah, so um, I, I showed you before, my fiance bought me a 1100 bag, catering bag of it. You can get smaller boxes yeah. and stuff, but like... You'll get through that, that by Oh, genius, yeah. So. But that bag was like, if you're drinking like five cups of tea a day, you're, you're all good. Uh, but that bag was like 16 pounds or something. Mm. So it's well worth it. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously caterers get sort of bulk bags and whatever and sort of work their way through it. But yeah, it's nice. It's worth, yeah, worth trying. Mm. I'll, uh, I'll send you a link to it. Yeah, do. Are you a, a biscuit dunker? I love biscuits. Yeah? yeah. What's your biscuit? Basket. Um, basket. basket. What's your basket? Biscuit. Uh, what do I like? I mean, um, I like crusted creams. Yeah? Solid. Yeah, absolutely. I like Great bourbons. Great choice. Yeah. Bourbons, solid. I like a little cheeky, rich tea finger. Oh. Lovely. When you say the finger, do you mean like um, they're like they're like they're not like the finger so They're like that. They're like that. Like a chocolate bar. It's type like thing. an oval shape. Oh, they're lovely. Oh, do you know what that? Oh, do you know what? So I'm getting quite emotional lately. <laughs> <laughs> my my nan recently passed away, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to start fucking crying, <laughs> right? Don't oh, worry. But whenever I used to go around hers, uh, I used to stay. She used to have this little place in Harlow, right? Yeah. And she used to make the best tea, and she used to. You can fill me up with biscuits, like little rich tea biscuits. Yeah. And just having that flashback just made me a little bit emotional. But yeah, they are lovely. She yeah. gave me too many because I was very fat growing up. <laughs> so it's, you know. Oh, that, is, that, that is a uh, nan's prerogative though. Yeah, yeah. It didn't really do, you know, my fucking bullying at school <laughs> much good because I was sort of severely overweight. But uh, yeah, those were lovely. Yeah. I mean, those probably, sh- I mean, absolutely full oh, of they're calories. All packed full of- yeah, but Sugar I used to do a pack of them around her house, basically, yeah. pretty much. And obviously, if I was around my mum and dad's, they'd be like, no, don't do that, because you get fat, and you know, well, you are fat. Uh, but she was like, no, on, you're fine. <laughs> you're so, going to make it worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She used to wait on me hand and foot and let me eat whatever I wanted. Yeah, which wasn't good. absolutely. But that's what a nan's there for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Mine used to give me rolled up ham. Really? Yeah. That's a, that's a real I feel trick. like with a nan, there's just something about the way they make sandwiches and that. I think it's the years in the game because <laughs> yeah, like the they, they know what works. This is why when you try to apply for jobs and they say we need someone with so much experience, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. I get it though. Yeah. Those sandwiches are classic. Sorry, but there's no good 21-year-old good sandwich maker out no, there. No, there is not. not. They're, no. they're not. You know, the good sandwich makers are 60 plus. You know, absolutely. But yeah, she used to make good, good stuff. Toast as well. I remember toast like 
Isn't it weird? Like she's a, <laughs> like, a toast. But toast. She used to put like a toast. Like, I think it was the bread, and then she would uh, put the butter on it. And for some reason, you sh- always used to taste better around her house. Yeah. I think maybe the whole experience. I mean, her house was about was was about this size, really, and just yeah. like it was nice and cozy, and just like so. I don't know. It was the whole experience, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It was well, Michelin sort of... star tea and toast making. That's <laughs> what it was. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, it was fantastic. But that's that's the sort of like quite quite often sort of sounds and smells make part of an experience, don't they? Oh yeah, and just the feeling that you have when you're around there as well. I think counts yeah. for a big part of it. You know, because it was just yeah. I won't say yeah. I'll get so carried away. I'll start start welling up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah no, it's uh, yeah, no, it's the experiences of I think it, it's. It's the memory, you know, it's the feeling in your mind that's attached to certain things. Absolutely, yeah. You know, yeah, to yeah. someone someone else, that bit of toast just tastes like a bit of fucking toast. Yeah. But to you, it's like, whoa, that's the best toast in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? But yeah. it's true, No, I get it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a great question. Do you like biscuits? Oh, there yeah. we are. Bloody shed a tear. Love a biscuit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, I t- I, I've I've uh, my nan died a long time ago. So did she? yeah, I've got I've got only sort of real distant memories of it. Really? Yeah. Did you have obviously your two two nans or did you only st- was around for one? I've not spoken to the other one in almost as long. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of them ones. Yeah. Yeah. She. Uh, I was really lucky with like growing up with my grandparents. Not a massively nice lady. No, really. No. I mean, my nan wasn't a massively nice lady, yeah. to be honest, but we fucking put up with her because, uh, yeah, she, my nan was a fucker. She was just like, she was like, I lo- loved her, but she was just a nightmare. Like, she used to fall out of people. She, oh, I oh, mean, really? when she was at this house in Harlow, right, she got fucking police called on her, called my mum, because she would always bitch about this woman next door, had neck curtains, dirty yeah. neck curtains. One day she just lost her rag. And went round there and was like, you need to clean your neck curtains. It looks like a <laughs> shit hole round here. And she ended up punching this girl in the face. No! The girl was like late 20s. And the girl was so mortified that she just called the police and was like, yeah, some <laughs> 85 year old nutcase has just hit me round the face. You know, and they went up. They're like, they didn't think it was real. They go around there and they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they. I think they almost started laughing. They're like, obviously, it's not a laughing matter attacking no. someone, but it is quite funny when it's an eighty-five-year-old woman. Yeah, that's and obviously, it didn't hurt her because she's where's, eighty-five. Where's she's, the cut off? <laughs> exactly. Where's the cut off between? You know, no, yeah, you can't no, attack I people. Know. Where's the cut off? I want to start hitting people at certain. Yeah, age. yeah, yeah. She, um, she used to get away with murders, but uh, yeah, she was just Literally. a real. She was a lovable rogue, as as what I describe her. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But you no, know, I was really lucky with all my grandparents. Really, my my two nans were actually best mates since they were five years old. No, really. Yeah, because they're where their families lived um, in Limehouse. They were like sort of one or two rows down from each other. Their families, were friends, and because they was, I think they were sort of like both Irish Catholic. So they sort of had that. I don't know too much about it to be honest, but I know there was a bond there. Yeah, their families yeah, yeah. knew each other from school. They went to the same nursery. My nans knocking about with each other. They were. I mean, they left school when they were like 13 or whatever. And my nans couldn't read or write. Yeah. Because they were so naughty in school. And it was, at that time, they didn't really need to. So that they, because they would, you know, people like that, they would go work in warehouses or be cleaners or. Yeah. They didn't need to read or write. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, they, my nans were great mates. And, and then obviously their families were growing up. And then that's how my mum and dad got together because they were like family friends. Yeah, yeah, of course. Nice. Um, 
and yeah, I was really lucky with all my grandparents were great, you know, really just lovely, hardworking people. Yeah. Um, I mean, my nan that's just passed away, she was just the, the most hardest work. But, you know, it was funny in a way because she just used to cause carnage, but it was a lot of hassle as well because <laughs> she'd get full out of people and punch people and get in tr- you know? Yeah. But it was funny. Yeah. It's funny, yeah. but it was also hard work. I mean, it's not funny. You shouldn't hit people. No. Basically, is what I probably should say. But it's sort of funny when an 85-year-old woman does it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the golden age, isn't it? When uh, when you're old enough to hit someone and uh, and people laugh instead of yeah 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 that's the dream yeah that is the dream um, that's beautiful man it's a lovely uh, a lovely story yeah that was a nice yeah it's a yeah. nice story one I'll always tell my grandkids anyway yeah 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 good bit of family history I'd like to go back at you you know that show who do you think you are yeah I'd just love to know what it you know yeah because there's I, I've been always thinking about doing it myself like for my I've got thirty at the end of the year just want to know more about my because one of my granddads was like a really dark, like dark complexion, dark hair, black jet black hair. He must have had maybe some sort of like like Mediterranean yeah, in yeah, or something. Yeah. And I don't know that side of what my family history was. Yeah, I only know well, you've got a, a, a slight sort of Mediterranean look about you. Well, it's. I think a lot of people from. I think I've, I've got green eyes, black hair. I think that's quite a. I don't know. I think the green eyes is quite an Irish thing, maybe freckles. Right, okay. The black hairs I get from my sort of granddad, really. Right. Because this is jet black. Yeah. You know, people. Some people think I dye it. Like my mate the other day was like, "You definitely dye your hair." I was like, "Mate, I hundred percent don't dye my hair." And yeah. it started going grey. If you see. Oh, I can't can't tell from here, but yeah, uh, I a believe bit. it. Yeah. But it just would be interesting to know, wouldn't it? Your family. Yeah. You know what sort of. I know, like mine to an extent, because my. Have you got any sort of other nationalities in you? Not really. No. You look like the quintessential British man. Yeah, you know, and yeah. you are like you are you are quite quintessentially British, I think. Yeah, I've got a podcast about tea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm you very do, polite. Yeah, you're very polite. <laughs> you're very polite. You're very nice. Like very, you know. Yeah, you're very English. Yeah, and I think you probably play more on your Englishness on stage. I could do. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I probably. Yeah. Probably could and should do. Yeah, you yeah. should. I'll look into it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, comedians talk for, I'm probably never going to do uh, that. <laughs> no, it's not when a comedian gives you, have you thought about doing this, this and that, with that joke? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll have a think about it. Yeah. And you think, he's like, wait, leave me alone. Let me, <laughs> let me no, write, that's let a, me write that's my own jokes. something I could do something with, though. Yeah, so no, I've definitely. I've thought, thought about it in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know what, but yeah. There's yeah. Something, something there. Yeah, absolutely. How do we get onto that? Oh, other nationalities. No, so like my granddad's granddad was Irish. Right. Like my granddad's surname was Lanigan. So right. like real Irish surname. Lanigan, yeah, that's really Irish. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think his granddad was like something to do with the IRA. It was, uh, really? Yeah. And on the other side, my nan's cousin or uncle was a, a murderer. Oh, so wow. like there's a, there's a, I want to look back in my, uh, in Mate, my uh, family so if that tree, runs in your veins I might not be leaving this house today yeah no you uh, could you could be a murderer as well I yeah you're um, like the silent but violent time I reckon yeah well not violent uh, yeah it'd be like uh, if I put something in your tea well obviously you're not violent but no. as in yeah mate yeah like what's the what's that thing what's that thing that the geezer got done with in Russia Novichok what is that the geezer that um, got done with the poison poison yeah he yeah, was yeah, the yeah. against Putin yeah 
Putin like r- like real um what's the word critical of Putin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's mad, isn't it? And he's been like his tea's been laced with with poison. Yeah. Oh Christ, that's intense. Nah. I mean, people think we got it bad in this country with this government. But oh, man. Mate, it's the pretty Russians easy are, compared to bloody Russia. The Russians are just an entity unto themselves. Like it's <sighs> I mean, how can you get away with doing something like that? It's scary, man. Yeah. Scary. But they had a law over there that the president could only be in charge for like a certain number of years. And that ain't... That and ain't... he, uh, Putin came in and changed it. Like, he made the proposal on that. And people were like, um, no. And he went, uh, okay, so we're going to do it. And then just changed it. And they were like, but I, he, he was like, oh, I'm in charge. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> so now he's just what in charge until. Yeah. So what can you do about that? The, the only thing they could do is have like a coup. But there's, I think all the like armies and that are so now just indoctrinated and like sort of stuck in their ways of going like, well, yeah, this is what we do. Then, yeah. you know, they're just, they're in it now until he yeah. dies. And then being homosexual will be allowed. Yeah. That's not allowed over there, is it? No, it's illegal, yeah. Jesus Christ, that's mad. I mean, how? There's a lot of things that are illegal that should be. But it's like that, think once upon but that's, illegal that's the in case in many countries as well. Yes. It's still illegal Jeez. in loads of countries to be gay. And it's mad. One of my, absolutely my, um, insane. Yeah, my, my nan's brother, actually, was Uncle Ronnie. He was uh, he was gay. And it was obvious. And But he'd like never come out. Yeah. He spent, he spent his whole life. In the closet. In the closet, and I just think, oh, mate, that's like, no one should have to live like that, man. No. I mean, obviously back then he just got on with it, but I just think it's so sad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's so yeah. sad. Yeah. Right, there you go. Because there's stories of people like, I mean, there's uh, like, uh, there's stories of people from sort of the war, and like some of the guys sort of like that, that, that were gay, like they'd sort of hook up or whatever, and then they'd go home to their wives and live their life with their wives. Like and their but their wife would always know that they were going. Like they'd never sort of do anything about it, but they'd just have kids and sort of yeah, and go off and do their thing. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah, it's sad, mate. Yeah, we're back. Both urinated. How are you feeling? Yeah, feeling good. Good. Better. Yeah, better. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it, when you got to go away? It's the worst. Like oh. I saw just before you sort of went, I saw that look in your eyes of just like yeah, oh come yeah, on, yeah, it just makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. Ah. Now, you, you're a similar age to me, right? How, how old are you? 29. You're 29? Yeah, how old are you? Canal. 35? Oh, you are <laughs> 35. Yeah, a lot of people think I'm older, I think. I, th- I thought you were like, a couple of years younger than me. but um, No, 29. Oh, fair enough. Do I look old, did you think? I, was a bit... I do apologise. Yeah, no, I'm 29. I would have, uh, yeah. Uh, well, not a lot older. I'd have, I'd have said yeah. 30, 31, 32. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's cool. I get that. I get that a lot. <laughs> Oh. Is it, well, we look a similar age. Yes, we do. I'm, you look young for your age. Yeah, I, I you look, do. You do look, look young. Good. Thirty-five side, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You do. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that case, uh, I'll get a youth's perspective on this. Go on. Because right, do you drink? So obviously, you drink a lot of tea anyway. Mm. But do you drink tea in hot weather to cool you down? I'll dr- I'll drink tea at whatever temperature. Like if I'm in on holiday in Spain or something, I'd love a. Well, you know, I get back from the beach, love a cup of tea, sitting on the balcony. Yeah, but do I'll you drink, drink it to cool yourself down? Because there's that I don't know. Let's say rumor that if you drink a hot drink in hot weather, then it regulates your body temperature. Yeah, they say that about if you if it's hot, then you should have a hot bath. 
Really? That makes you cooler, yeah. No, I, I don't want to do it to warm me up. I just do it. It's like a bit of fuel for me, really, T. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't do it, it to change my body temperature at all, though. Just, no. No. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't work either. No. Like, I don't, in the middle of winter, think, oh, do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an ice water. Because mm. that's nonsense. No. No. You have a hot drink to warm you up and a cold yeah. drink to cool you down. I agree. Good. We got to the bottom of that. Um, this is, uh, I've, I've asked this of one other person and it came of a conversation with Brennan Reese, where right. he said that he went into the sea with his friend and he, like they shouldn't have because the current was too strong and like right. they were warning to out the current's too strong. They went in sea anyway. And like he, he said, he basically nearly died. Conversation led on, right? If you, with you, with your friend and you were doing something sort of foolish and your friend died, would you tell their family or would you like sort of make up a lie and run or just not tell him, just um, run away? Well, you didn't murder him, did you? Well, no, but like, you know. Oh, no, I'd, tell, it... their, I'd tell their family, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Would, would they wouldn't you, be able to live, but like, would you tell them the truth? point of view because I couldn't live with myself. Yeah. Yeah, I'd tell them the truth. Yeah, yeah. just get and just be like, this is what happened. And yeah, it was, I'd rather that than, f-ing, you know, trying to bake up some f-ing story. Yeah. Fair, right. That I don't think I'm going to ask that question anymore because no. uh, it's, it's not fun, is it? It's no, no, no. <laughs> no, good. Okay, this, you got to test things. That's the thing. Like new you material, you, you got to test them more than once to know for certain that that's not a good question. Uh, are farts funny? Farts are hilarious. Yeah, good. My fiance disagrees. Only, only if it's your fart though. If it's someone else's fart, it's not funny. I don't it's know. Disgusting. Could be. Like a well-timed fart. It's only funny if you fart. Because it's funny because you get to see people's reactions. Yeah, okay. So you only but laugh at your own fart. There's no laughing imagine, matter about imagine smelling something from someone else's asshole. Imagine you're in a cinema, right? And there's a real sort of like tense, climactic point. Mm. And then someone a couple of rows over. So, so far that you can't s- smell it, but they just let out a ripper. In that sight, like, um, and that still freaked me out a little bit. What? Oh, mate. Okay. Because mm. it's Fair the anticipation enough. of thinking, oh, and no, it doesn't smell, but those sort of juices are in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't Jesus. Think. Oh, fair enough. Cool. So that's sort of farts are sort of funny, but yeah. not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. You're wrong, but sure. So what you were filming this morning, right? Is that no, I'm filming tomorrow. Oh, okay. Because I just started doing more sketches and that right, okay. online. Just because obviously lockdown and stuff, I started putting more sort of like writing some sketches and putting videos out there. And, you know, some of them have gone really well. So yeah. sort of carrying on doing it and just doing one tomorrow, which is about drug dealers, basically. Okay. So, yeah, I still need to finish writing it this afternoon. Is right. it just you that does them or do you have, have recorded them with a guy called Pete Wells. Oh, okay. Do you know oh, Pete? Pete? Yeah, Aussie yeah. guy who's... I love him. Love yeah. him to bits. Good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy and he's just complete opposite to how I am. Yeah. You know, he's an like really softly spoken Aussie and, you know, a bit quirky. Yeah, yeah. And um but he's really good at filming and stuff like that and and I like his input on the on the sketches because I sort of write them and I've got this sort of world in my head that obviously I want to sort of put out and you know, put out in the sketches if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. But he offers a little bit of critique and and like, well, how about we do it this way and that way? So it makes me think outside the box a little bit more. And uh, so yeah, doing it with him and um, a friend of mine called Sam Piccone, who's uh, another comedian who's he's um, sort of helping writing it, writing it for tomorrow. 
Uh, but yeah, I've been doing loads of stuff. I was, through lockdown, I was doing stuff like on my phone and putting it on Instagram and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Like now, obviously, you started filming properly, have you? Yeah. Oh, just cool. because, in my mind, like I've got the proper equipment. You know, I've got like the yeah, cameras yeah. and stuff. I'm like, do you know what? Like, yeah, it's great doing like funny videos on your phone. But for me, I'm thinking, well, actually, what would like you know one day I want to be on telly. Yeah. I want, you know, so like you might look at some of my sketches and you think, well, actually, yeah, that could probably be on a TV show. Yeah. You know, obviously it would be a bit better quality on a TV show, but it's like, I like doing things properly as opposed to just filming something on my phone. Yeah. So do you, you know. want to do like a, a sketch show type thing? I think like my dream one day would be, you know, to be a touring comedian. Yeah. Where I can go and tour around the country and people come out to watch me. Yeah, maybe having some sort of, whether it be a sketch show or a sitcom or something where I can bring these characters that I sort of see in my life and bring them, bring them to life in something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether that be, you know, a sketch show or whatever. Like, there's a great program at the moment that I love called King Gary. Okay. It's on BBC by Tom Davis. And, oh, I love uh, Tom Davis. Yeah, he's the f- man, mate. I think he's great. And, but he, he very much, I mean, that's a sitcom. Yeah. But he very much started off doing sketches, you know, with, with Keith Lemon and yeah. stuff. And so a bit of both, you know, a bit of maybe, uh, you know, I love like the fast show as well. Yeah. So I love, I love those short form sketches where you can play about those characters. You know, it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite fun, but also maybe one day having a sitcom. But yeah, my dream would probably be having a sketch show and being a touring comedian. Yeah. You know, doing that really. And, not really doing much else because I'm not I'm not really interested in doing you know any sort of I don't know you know like there's always people doing panel, panel shows, shows that, yeah. yeah like panel show I don't know I mean one day maybe I'd get off the panel show yeah I'd, I'd 100% oh, do yeah. it but like in my dream it should just be a touring comedian and then having maybe like somewhere I can do the sketches yeah and then not really doing much else in between I don't want to be massively famous yeah. It's not really my goal. No. I just want to be able to do my work, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and not, not be like, I don't know, going to all these film premieres. And, you know what I mean? That yeah. doesn't interest me at all. I just want to be able to do the work that I like doing and then being off the radar. Yeah. That's the plan. Nice. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So have you, have you sort of written any sitcoms or anything like that? Or just no, it's quite hard to write a sitcom. I wouldn't know where to start, to be honest. I've got a few ideas for a couple. But that's what I like about the sketches is because you can write... I mean, I've, the sketches I write about a minute, minute and a half. Yeah. You know, I get four punchlines in there and that's and then and then sort of duck out. And then you don't really have to think so much about a narrative or anything like yeah, that or making yeah. it connect. They're almost... It's almost... So very much doing a short sketch is very much like writing just a joke for yeah. stand-up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, in terms of a sitcom, I would not know where to start. I mean, I love so many sitcoms I love. But I just wouldn't know. I think I'd need someone who properly would know what they're doing in a writing sense in terms of creating, you know, beginning, middle and end. And yeah. Creating characters and, you know, like I said, creating a narrative. Because I wouldn't have a clue where to start with all that sort of yeah. stuff. I mean, there's loads of sort of loads of books and courses yeah. and stuff like no, that. I'm sure I could sort of half, half learn it. Yeah, maybe one day I will. Yeah. You know, I've always thought it'd be quite good, good to do a little web series, a mini series. Yeah. And I've got a few ideas, but I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I'm you know, doing the stand-up and trying to record the sketches. And, and hopefully if we get this podcast going, then that'll be something else to, to put out there. Absolutely, and, yeah. And do. And it's quite, I quite like the idea of podcasts because it's like, obviously, editing it takes a little bit of time. But, you know, like this is very like organic. Don't yeah. really take much. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. We're just having a chat. Just and having a chat and a cup of tea. Know, yeah. Yeah. Funny things come from it, you know. Yeah. And I like I like podcasts because you get to know someone a little bit, bit better. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know, which is good. You get to sort of see what they really like. I think. From yeah. The podcast. Yeah. Well, certainly a, a more real representation of oh, them than, than you would see in stand up, for instance. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, stand-up is still an act, isn't it, really? Absolutely, We all yeah, put on yeah. our act when we do stand We're like an exaggerated version of ourselves. Yeah. Podcasts a bit more chill. I think you get to see people's really sort of more of more of their faults and yeah. slows things down a bit, and it's not, you know, stand-up is quite 100 miles. I don't know, it's like a... It'll be a bit 100 miles it's, per hour. It's immediate in both senses in that, like, you're immediately getting a response, which is like... Yeah. It's a lot of things that people like about it is that when you're performing stuff like you're getting that response then and there mm. it's also immediate in the sense that you need to immediately be like every word that you're going to say everything you're going to say to people out loud like you, you have to have it nailed yeah do you know what i mean so whilst you can sort of bluster your way through a conversation like you can bluster your way through a set but it's never going to be as good as someone who comes out and just fucking smashes <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so yeah, no, I'm looking forward to getting a podcast set up. I, you know, I do enjoy yeah. sort of talking, having a chat. And yeah. Yeah, you can just like, just, it's just, I don't know, I find it more. So once you get into it, it's more. pretty simple, straightforward, yeah. you know, you just get chatting. And then, like, so, uh, I, I think they can start a little bit awkward, but like, once you've sort of got into a couple, like, you'll get a rhythm for it and you'll, you'll learn the sort of the general uh, shape of sort of what, what you're trying to yeah. achieve. and. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. It's good. It's a good way to connect with people as well. Yeah. Like, you're gonna be when I get my one started, I'll get you on there. Yeah, man. I was going to say, you're going to be having guests. guests I think so. I think it's going to be mainly us two. Yeah. Talking talking nonsense and, uh, you know, having a laugh. But yeah, we'll probably have a guest now and again. Yeah. Just to sort of jazz it up. And there's quite a lot of few people that we like to speak to that we, we speak, you know, that we know. Yeah. That I think would be interesting to have a chat with that, you know, sort of people know as well, a bit more in the public eye. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it'd be good to you know, yeah, get talking to them a bit. But yeah, it'd be good just to have a show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like yeah. now I do my stand up and do the sketches, but with podcasts, a proper show, isn't it? Yeah, something that like something more tangible. I feel absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah it's nice to have. I mean, it's nice to have a creative outlet anyway. But it's nice to be able to put your own brand on something, sort of quite so definitely. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, it's all about the brand. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is quintessential British. Yeah, man. mine is. I know, well, <laughs> well, I know what mine is. Don't know. Lad, lad. Yeah, no, so, not lad. Sort though. of, sort, sort of a lad. Sort yeah. of trying to be a lad, but not really. Lad adjacent. Yeah, li- just a little bit more like wanting to be a lad, but not really getting it right. And yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the best comedy most of the time is people getting stuff wrong. So yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Greg Davies, man down. Like, that's, he's just getting stuff wrong. He's good Greg time. Davies. He's great. Yeah, 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 he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your favourite comics, top three? Uh, Acaster. Yep. Acaster, comma, James. Uh, David O'Doherty. Right. And, I don't know, I've, I've seen a lot. Who? <laughs> um, I don't know. There'd have to be another one. Pick one. No. That's, that's a good help. two, though. Yeah, you don't need the top three. As no, as I like. I really like Dave Gorman. Yeah, like, he's pretty. He's great. It's funny how There's people so that you many. like have an influence on sort of what you end up creating. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You take a little bit. Well, 
you know what? Because there, there is that, and there is getting influences from people that you like. But I made this point a little while ago because people would say to me, like after gigs or whatever, like, "Oh yeah, you've got a sort of a James Acaster vibe," and like that's yeah. like I'm not trying to be like that, but I was I was worried that like, oh shit, what if I'm copying him? Yeah. And then I realised what it is is that we watch the comedy of things that we like you know because you find it relatable absolutely so yes. when you see someone else with a similar sort of yeah. attitude to you doing something yep. like similar to how you would think yep. you're not taking stuff from them you're realizing that in yourself yeah Do you know what I mean? yeah sure 100 percent. yeah yeah no I've, and i think it's sometimes lazy for people to go oh you you remind me of this person that person it's like well if you actually like listen to the jokes a bit more yeah. and see what i'm doing you see that it's actually you know it's a lazy it's a lazy but, thing but to, at the same time if that's someone they like and if they can group you in with that same person, then you're they're going to find you more relatable because they, they're seeing you through that sort of yeah, sure. tinted glass as yeah, well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, for me, big influences. I mean, they change all the time. I've yeah. got so many. But, yeah, I love... I mean, a lot of the comics I love are American. I love Aziz Ansari. Okay. I love his sort of, like, positive, sort of, a, you know, that sort of... I just love him. Yeah, yeah. But then, oh, Dave Chappelle's great. Yeah. Ricky Gervais, I think he's brilliant. I mean, like early uh, Dave Chappelle, not to say anything against what he's doing now, but like that was the stuff that I was watching and going like, oh my God, that's so funny. Like mm. uh, my friend Chip. Yeah. Like my white friend Chip. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Such a funny But bit. I like his, the stuff he's doing now. I know that been some people have been criticized i've not it watched it it's not as pc but i've not seen it yeah. for me that makes it that makes it fu- funnier like yeah like i don't know I, f- I feel like we've gone a bit mad with all this i don't know some people are so quick to jump on uh, for me i was saying this to somebody the other day for me there's a line that you can't step over yeah right where you know it's not funny and it's wrong to just you know say outwardly racist or prejudiced things yeah right that's not acceptable. Right. But. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. I'm but, not racist. No, but no. But it's, but it's funny to tread that line. Like as in where, where you go up to that line. You don't step over it. But it's like. And that brings people together. Because people like tense. I feel like with a build up. And if you say something. It then brings people together. To be like. Oh we can all have a fucking laugh together it actually. It can be. Yeah. That can be a real sort of clever way of doing it. For sure. I and uh, but I just prefer... think as well pe- people because here's the thing right I sorry to interrupt it's all right. there, there was uh, I, I found myself uh, I had like a real sort of crisis of confidence uh, a few years ago because I saw someone who like I sort of I looked up to them they were sort of slightly better than me and they're not now I'm better than them but uh, fine uh, like but they were saying at the time like if you're not offending people then you're not being funny and i was like oh god maybe i need to do more like offensive stuff and like no, tread I don't the think that's true, and yeah. it's, it's not true at all because you should never set out to offend no but that's one type of comedy like you might want to do sort of like edgy on the line stuff that like you know people are questioning going like oh can they say that but also there's there's a lot of comedy now like you look at spencer jones like mm. it's absolutely absurd and not offending anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so so funny. So so funny, yeah. And I suppose what I'm trying so, to say so is it's that totally possible to just be yeah, silly. No, and I agree. <laughs> That's the thing yeah. about comedy. Uh, but I, I think funny. for me, uh, I suppose my mentality to the way I write my jokes is like, I find my funniest jokes are where I'm saying things that 
I don't know, that are sort of closer to that line, personally. Yeah. But I say it in quite a tongue-in-cheek, cheeky way. Yeah. And it's a joke. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I sort of get away with it because you can see that on, you know, on stage, I play, I, I don't know, I, I'm a bit more sort of like, I don't know, try and be likeable on stage. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not say you know, certain people won't be able to say things because they say it with real venom. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, very yeah, much yeah. when I tell my jokes and the way I convey my message is very much like we're all in this together. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the sort of vibe I try and get across. Yeah, but yeah, no, you should never just set out to to offend. That's wrong. And I mean, I, w- I would also say you can't please everyone. No, you know what I mean. And comedy that tries to, tries to please everyone. Nine times out of ten, it's usually not that fucking funny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, part of you's got to be like, well, like, you've got to accept not everyone's going to like this. But yeah, I think it's wrong to just set out to offend. I don't, I don't think, you know. Yeah. I don't think that's... Yeah, that's some people are going out of their way to do that. And uh, like for a time, because I, I, I just sort of saw this clique of people that were like all trying to like out dark each other. And I was like, oh God, maybe maybe I need to do that. Maybe nah, I need to be nah, making big political statements. Oh, I think it can off. be wrong thing to... Um, to knock about with loads of comedians. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I've got, you know, like you, Ross, you know, I count you as a mate, you know, I yeah. said they're my mate, you know, um, in sort of a comedy sense. Um, but it's not like I don't spend loads of time with other comedians, you know, I don't really no. socialise with them. I see them at gigs and I feel like that's why, I don't know, like, especially when you go to Edinburgh Fringe, you see, you notice it's all very clicky and very like, yeah, 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 and yeah, all yeah. very like, it's like being back at school a little bit, you know, people in little groups and, they're talking about oh different people set. It's like I'm so fucking removed from that. Yeah, and I would never not want to be anywhere near that because that would uh, influence my comedy. You know. Yeah. Like I, I pride myself on being a guy that can just wander and flit around between groups. Yeah, and I then go, sort I of go, I'd go the, out. Yeah, I'd go yeah. out for a bit of lunch with someone. Oh yeah, yeah. But I've got like. You but know. you see the clicky groups. But I like it's my, my absolute favourite thing. is just to wander into a group, drop like some hilarious bomb and just be like see you later and it's yeah. like who's he can he be part of our group no thank you not for me but a lot of a lot of what I noticed about a lot of comedians especially in like sort of London and stuff like they don't have any other friends other than what they've got in the comedy yeah. community and I'm like nah that's 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 odd yeah yeah that's yeah. weird yeah you know what I mean like a lot of people myself, I've been criticised in the past because people are like god you, so after you're set you leave straight away like you're not gonna stay around like be a bit more part of it. I'm like, no, nah, I've got a life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, I know what I want to achieve out of it. Yeah. You know, I come, I do my thing, do my new jokes, I come, I do my spot, get paid. I'm out of there. Yeah. You know, and the relation, and the rate, like, I don't have like a group of comedy friends. I've got separate people that I talk to and have a yeah. chat with about things. But yeah, I don't get involved in any of that. I'm not in this sort of comedy clicky. Yeah. Thing, you know, I see people at gigs and, you know, it's nice to see him get along with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't really, you know, go any further than that. Yeah. I mean, like, sort of like Russ McGrain and Matt Edmonton. And but they're mates like, before comedy. No, I met him through comedy. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I met Matt first at a gig. And then he, he was like, oh, come and do this night in South End. I was like, there's a night in South End. Yeah. <laughs> like, amazing. So I went down and, yeah, just been, but like, we're just really good friends. Sort of like, we all hang out all the time outside of Yeah, but it's, comedy, div- but it's, different, it's, with, it's different with you boys. Yeah. Like... You've actually got like a, I would say like a friendship, like a legitimate friendship, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. more about with, within the London circuit. Yeah. And when you go up to Edinburgh, there's sort of like these pockets of Venomous mates. Clicks. And there's like comedians that hang about of other comedians because they 
people like you get maybe get something out of them. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you see, like a comedian knocking him, like he won't leave another comedian side because the other comedian is quite successful. Yeah, and he's obviously trying to get yeah. to a bit up the ladder a bit more quicker. Yeah, yeah Do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But it's like, well, actually, the only thing that really, you know, you ain't gonna get any further by sticking your tongue out. Yeah, his yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're gonna get gonna get further along by getting better at jokes and doing your own thing you know putting your own stuff out there and yeah but yeah ran over yeah yeah absolutely F- them <laughs> they've they've learned their lesson right so what are your uh social media platforms what are my social media platforms so the biggest one is instagram which yeah. is at jamesy josh yeah i'm writing so, that down i already knew that i've already tagged yeah, you in the post today but that's cool and facebook is at josh james comedy and then the website is joshjamescomedy.com. And I'm not on Twitter because it's full of cunts. Yeah. And um, I'm not on TikTok because it's full of kids and paedophiles. <laughs> yeah, that is a bold statement, but sure. Yeah. So, and yeah, you're just putting sketches out. Have you got any yeah. of the professionally filmed sketches? Yeah, they're on my Insta. Are they up now? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sorry that I've not seen them. That's all right, mate. I'm a, they're I'm not for comedians. Man. They're for, for real people. So it's... Yeah. Yeah, I done one the other day, East End Hipster. That went down quite well. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, some of them have gone. Oh well, gone. no, I think I saw that the other day. Yeah, yeah, some of them oh, have gone, good, gone actually, really yeah. well. I done one about a Range Rover commercial. Oh, okay. And that got shared. Twenty thousand views got shared nearly three thousand times. Mad, isn't it? Oh wow. Yeah, crazy. It's cool, man. Yeah, it's pretty. It's quite cool. You know, yeah. it's nice to see people reacting well to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen on. a lot of that during lockdown. Actually, sort of various friends have they've just hit upon a certain niche yeah i think you, yeah and i think i've been doing stand-up i think, up long I think that's something that lockdown has been good for is that it's given people a chance to reflect on yeah. what they've been doing and yeah. sort of find their thing because uh like you do, do you know rosie holt yeah yeah because she's been killing it during lockdown really yeah she's, she's been have doing? you seen her ironic videos no like she's been posting uh, as like sort of middle class karen type right no, I, no, I hate the term Karen. How has she been getting on with that? Doing well? Oh, yeah, big numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single one. Yeah, it's all about the online now. Yeah, it's so important. I feel like you got to and, be doing it. Uh, now, I just want to say, so you're probably about to get like massive because she released her first video uh, about a week after I released an episode with her, and right. and now she's basically famous. So give it a week, and you'll be huge. <laughs> Good for her. That's my. Uh, she always got when I met her. She seemed quite nice. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really know that well though. Yeah, she's done, done well. She found just, but um, what I'm saying is, she found her niche as uh, just doing this character of a woman, sort of ironically, not ironically. Like, so the character she's doing is being ironic, but like, sort of all, all the sort of uh, the the gammons and the like that are saying like, oh, you know, all lives matter, and then so she'd do like a ironic rant about all lives matter, um, yeah. sort of. I'll have to check that Rip out. Ripping piss out of it. It's re- it is really funny, yeah. Cool. Okay. for time? Uh, yeah, we, we, we've done an hour and 20. Oh, wow. So, which includes like wee breaks and stuff. So, yeah. So, do you wrap it up soon? Yeah. I, I think it's important that we do. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm getting a bit tired. Not like, not like, I'm getting a bit tired. You need to like, you know, when you've been talking and thinking yeah. for too long and your brain just starts yeah, going. Yeah. No, you need, you, no you, need a, you need a, yeah, yeah. you need to call it a day. 
Yeah, cool. But yeah, it's been good. It's been really nice thanks chat, for having man. me, no, mate. Thanks so much for coming. I really on. appreciate it's been it. Really and, lovely. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I think it's great we do um, this podcast. And yeah, I appreciate you getting me on, mate. Oh no worries, man. I'm genuinely I'm looking forward to uh, going back and editing this because there's uh, some we had some really good really nice moments. I'm a chatterbox. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, 25 minutes in before I, yeah. I even introduced the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Right. So yeah. Got all those bits. What gigs have you got coming up? So, I've got three next week. Yeah. I don't know where any of them are. And I don't know if this will come out in time. Yeah, so I won't say about them. No. But, um, <laughs> yeah, good. no, I've got. Are you going to post about them? I'll tell you what, I've got a good one. 24th October. Yeah. Back, back, uh, backyard Comedy Club in Bethnal Green. Oh, wicked. And I'm probably going to do something for um, to raise some money for the Care Workers Society. Oh, that's and, lovely. And also um, a mental health charity. Don't know which one yet, but male, male, male mental health one. Yeah, um, yeah just because you know lockdowns, fucking people looking after my nan and that. So yeah. they need to. I feel like it'd be nice to help them out a bit. And also, yeah, definitely. You know, I'm a bit mental, so uh, it'd be good <laughs> to raise some money for the old mental health stuff. So yeah, uh, what, how are you, what are you gonna do for that? Like through comedy or yeah, probably do a backyard comedy club right. in Bethnal Green. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to sort of get a date sorted and stuff. But yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah. I'll announce that shortly and. No, oh, I'll, fine. I will come and play it. That's raise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. Uh, just raise some money for, um, you know, for some good causes, basically. Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. But it's all fucking up in the air because of, you know, this. It's tough. Yeah. Virus. I'm trying to organise a thing at the minute, which, uh, sorry to detract from your incredible point. Like, I'm, I'm trying to organise. Um, so I've had one live episode of this uh, recorded with Stuart Goldsmith. Yeah. Uh, South End Comedy Festival last year, yeah. which was really good fun. But I had on my favourite musician, or one of my favourite musicians, I had him on the podcast during lockdown. Mm. And so I want to try and either get him back or some other cool musicians that I like. I want to get them in for live records, but also do some stand-up at the start, then get a little live yeah, acoustic nice. set from them, and then I'll have a chat with them. Good that's idea. the plan That's I'm trying great. to book that but yeah, it's it, uh, it's tough yeah it's, good. It's, it's hard booking stuff but yeah, I'll find it I'll get it yeah and then hopefully I'll, I'll be selling some merch by then as well yeah so people we'll will be like merch. oh yeah let's buy a mug and a sticker <laughs> yeah cool right thanks man thanks mate thanks thanks <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening everyone I love you bye oh f- see you later <laughs> <laughs> So that was Josh James, very funny guy. I, I, I love him. He's a, he's a great bloke. So you can find him on social media, as he just said. It's Instagram is at Jamesy Josh. Facebook is forward slash Josh James Comedy, and his website is also joshjamescomedy.com. Go and check those out. Don't forget to check out and like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends. Go 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 and drop us some likes on all the social medias and follows and retweets and all that sort of thing. And I really, really appreciate all of uh, the reviews on iTunes and the like because that helps with sort of visibility, which is very important for getting seen and, and, and things like that. Now, the exciting announcement I mentioned at the start is that I have, uh, I mentioned a little while ago that I'd been in touch with some uh, exciting podcast guests. Well, I've just confirmed that I'm booking with Matthew Crosby of Pappies and Matthew Crosby and uh, Gamble's radio show and the other things that Matthew Crosby's done. Uh, So I'm very excited about that. I've long enjoyed his work. So yeah, very excited for that to happen. That's, That's going to be great. So yeah, hopefully that'll happen soon and keep your ears out for that. That'll be 
That'll be a smasher. Don't forget to check out, as Josh was mentioning at the end there, he's going to be doing some stuff for charity at Backyard Comedy Club, which, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly when that's going to happen yet, but, you know, keep an eye on Josh's social medias and, and, and hopefully that'll come up and, and then you can come to that. But as ever, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I, I, I do. I love, I love you all. I appreciate you. Thanks, thanks, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe. Next episode will be coming much sooner than the gap between that one. It was just an impromptu rest, is all that was. It was just a little impromptu rest, and I'm I'm back on the game. So until the next one, be good to yourselves, be good to each other. It's just all be kind. It's a tough world, isn't it? It's weird. So let's just let's just spread the love to each other wherever we can. It's very important. Be cool. Drink tea. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs>